Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. COB is brought to you by Capstream, the Global Absolute Return Fixed Income Specialist. It is the 16th of June. I'm here with Scuddy, David Scott. What a day it was. Cray Cray Tuesday. It was uh, <laughs> right up there with the other uh, best. And, and my goodness, what a complete turnaround to what we saw only 24 hours ago when we're doing this exact same thing. It's insane. We saw the Oz Australian market easing from the intraday high right at the close, but the S&P ASX 200 finished up by 3 So that is the best day, believe it or not, in 10 weeks. And we saw all sectors rising. So that's, you know, that's energy, that's tech, that's retailers and the banks rising by as much as 6%. The X2C up by 3.7%. I mean, it's not just the local market here. It was right across the region as well. That's despite, you know, a BOJ meeting that nothing new came from it. It's just, it's, it's sort of hard to find new narratives in this because in a lot of ways, it makes total sense with the amount of liquidity that's being pumped into the market. Mm-hmm. But then in a lot of ways, it doesn't make a lot of sense given what we know is the economic reality. Well, we found a different narrative on Monday. That was concerns about, legitimate concerns about an increase in COVID cases. That was like fundamentals. And all of a sudden, the Fed has uh, come to their rescue. We're going to go and buy corporate, uh, corporate debt. Uh, from individual companies rather than just ETFs. Uh, and lo and behold, those concerns have all but evaporated. What, what health concerns? And the market is behaving like you know, everything is solved. But that, my friends, is 2020 in a nutshell. So do you sort of question the timing of the Fed coming out and saying that it's going to be buying those corporate bonds from the secondary market? You know, when there hasn't even been a lot of buying of that high yield ETF space has there yes i do i do think there's a problem with uh with the timing it's um you can't tell me that it wasn't planned at some point in the past it's been already flagged to the market months ago and then they picked the period of time when there was the closest that we saw to a correction in the u.s stock market uh and then they made this announcement so uh it could be coincidental but at the same time uh we saw how dramatic the turnaround was on March 23 when they first announced this move uh, and the result they got. And surprise, surprise, the exact same outcome has occurred again today. Well, you know, we have been talking about the return of volatility and I think we have to remember that volatility, you know, is not just a one-way ticket. Uh, We had a good chat with Sean Partners co-CEO Earl Evans this morning. He is predicting volatility will hang around for quite a while yet. Uh, You can listen to that interview and access it via the show notes if you so desire. We had the RBA out today, Scotty Minutes, I should say. Um, there wasn't really a lot in it. It was a pretty meh, lackluster event, you'd have to say. Uh, 
That's a very kind way of saying it. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, maybe the, <laughs> maybe, maybe the minutes would be uh, worthwhile having a read because uh, I'm guaranteed to put you to sleep. But look, like everyone else, the RBA is waiting for confirmation what's happening in the economy. We'll get some sort of uh, insight as to that when the labour market data is released on Thursday. We saw some data out today uh, involving the payrolls, which suggests that whilst we're likely past the worst of the, uh, the job shedding, uh, so far there hasn't been a very sharp uptick, at least until the end of May. So that's what they're looking at at the moment, as we've mentioned so many times on this, uh, this podcast. The labour market is key. Uh, that will go and determine how we go and uh, recover in the second half of the year and beyond. Yeah, and we spoke with ComBank Chief Economist uh, Stephen Helmerich today, and he said, look, uh, you know, they've got their forecast for the jobs report that comes out on Thursday, obviously. Um, they're expecting the unemployment rate to rise to 7.7%, but the consensus is out there that, look, forecasting this number is pretty tough considering all of the moving parts, considering JobKeeper, JobSeeker, the impact on uh, the measurements there. So yeah, we could be in for a bit of um, you know, reading between the lines, let's say, when it comes to this jobs report on Thursday. You can listen to that interview again on the website or access it via the show notes. And um, not a lot of economic data on the horizon tomorrow. I guess it's really, yeah, that jobs report that we're looking forward to locally this week. Exactly right. And look, we can't go past, obviously, the Fed was so influential overnight. We've got Jerome Powell speaking again. Look, he's been out, out and about countless times over the past few weeks or so. Uh, what potentially can go and add beyond what he's already said, I'm not sure. But as we know, I'll go is wait for nobody as the headline comes up. If there's something that's positive, who knows? If it's something that's negative, which some put down to the other uh, sell-off we saw on Thursday, uh, Powell's downbeat uh, remarks about the economy. Uh, obviously, what he has to say, but I'm not sure what else he can potentially yeah. add. And if, if we're talking headlines, it's sort of right now, Jay Powell v. the U.S. President Donald Trump and his $1 trillion infrastructure plan that was, you know, the thought to be behind some of today's rally that's always useful we can go and grab a, a news press or something like that from uh, from four years ago and then recirculate <laughs> and change the date and then bob's your uncle or any of those tweets okay let's move on from that shall we uh look stock of the day pick it you know take your pick i should say but um we here at osbiz picked uh, super retail group for our stock of the day of course it uh, updated the market yesterday it raised capital and today it was up by pretty close to 11.5%. So it was a stock on the day on the call. Uh, let's hear what Mark Moreland from Team Invest has to say about Super Retail. Super Retail has been a um, long-term wealth winner uh, team, for Team Invest. Um, no. I've been a shareholder, I'm not at the moment, but I have been you know, at no. various stages. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good business. I mean, they've, they've had a few issues with uh, companies that they've bought and then written them off. So they've, they've done some poor capital management, but right. taking that out, um, they've done they've done quite well, and it's a consistent business. So it's got high stability, growing at about eight percent a year EPS, um, and the P at the moment is on about eleven. So uh, obviously they're doing a raise at the moment, which is going to give them some uh, extra uh, capital to make sure they can ride out anything. If, yep. if we have a second uh, wave, uh, Rebel Sport particularly yep. uh, is a great business, and that lends itself, I think, to do a lot more online. Uh, AX1 obviously uh, is in that space as well, and their yes. online is really booming as well. They're over thirty percent of their total business now. Re they've got very large um, databases of uh, members as well. I think they've got about four million now, right. uh, which are people who are signed up to their loyalty programs and so on. Right. Yeah. Look, normally not a. You know, I think pretty solid business has been a great business in the past. Here, a concern I have here actually is that uh, if you look at the numbers there, so uh, super cheap was up about four percent over the. 
over the last sort of uh, you know three or four months here, Kmart was was up four percent. Mm-hmm. Rebels only up two percent. Now they've been open the whole time. It does concern me a little bit that maybe um, their you know the result hasn't been better. And that was Gary Glover from Novus Capital finishing off the thoughts on our stock of the day, Super Retail Group. So we mentioned we've got the U.S. Fed chair testifying tonight. Markets on alert for that. Um, here tomorrow, 10.30 a.m., we've got the Melbourne Institute um, monthly data for the Composite Index. That's the leading index. That will not be market moving. No. Retail sales out tonight in the U.S., though, that will be market moving to some degree. Yeah, because of the reliance of consumers there. So, yeah, all interesting stuff coming up. We've got great guests for you tomorrow, 9.30 a.m., June Beilu. Um, she's PM at Tribeca Investment Partners. She is so good. Uh, it'll be worthwhile tuning in for that one. Also tomorrow, this is an interesting one. We've got the CEO of Betmarker. He's CEO Todd Buckingham. He'll be joining us at 11.50. Shares surged today up by about 15% at one point. But I'm also curious to get his thoughts about you know the absence of sport betting right now. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about them perhaps moving in and uh, day trading. So we'll get some thoughts on that and when he sees sports coming back. How to entice them back, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we've also got the CEO of Money Me on at 310. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Good day. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Our tweet of the day, it's at the bottom of our newsletter. If you haven't signed up for that, it would be worth it. And this comes from the hipster trader. He says the year is 2027. We're on the 17th wave of the coronavirus, and the Fed has bought every single stock and bond. Davy Day Trader becomes the wealthiest person alive, and Fintwit ceases to exist. Well, let's hope that Fintwit is still around in 2027, as long as we are as well. Yeah, we'll leave it on that note. Scotty, we'll see you tomorrow. Look forward to it. As always, look forward to it. 